guys, welcome to Leadership Edge. My name is Brahim Mansa Kalon. Today, we are going to talk about the importance of people getting involved in political leadership. I'm here with a special guest, and his name is Mr. Fahad. And um, I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Mr. Fahad, can you briefly tell the audience who you are? Well, my name is Fahad Amion Sovoga. I am a motivational speaker. I am a social activist. Uh, most people call me a storyteller. Uh, I was born in Uganda and packaged in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean packaged in Canada? Packaged, you know, uh, it means you, I was born in a country that has a lot of talent, has mm. a lot of talent, but with limited resources to explore those talents. Mm. You get what I mean? Yes, so yes. when I came to Canada, I got that chance to, you know, the chance and the freedom to explore and exhaust mm. my talent. So I was packaged really, really well to come out to the public and show them, you know, how talented I am. What you're keeping. And that's what people say, though. Um, We're about to find out. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Okay. Again, it's from Uganda, packaged here in Canada. Yeah. (laughs) And um, he's going to tell us all about his talents. So, Mr. Fad, before we proceed to this very question Mm -hmm. that I have for you, you are a storyteller, a yeah. motivational speaker, mm-hmm. and a political analyst. Yes. How do you go about accomplishing all these hats that you were wearing? The f- first step is to accept that your opinion matters. Mm. So once I put myself in a position that accept that my opinion matters in a world full of selfish people that take positive criticism as insult, I chose to come out and make the world know that my opinion matters, Mm. just like yours matters. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. So the first step was to accept in myself, you know, to myself, by myself, that my opinion matters. If, if, if you think that your opinion doesn't matter, you can never, ever have a say anyway. So you, you go about expressing Exactly. You can never express yourself if you don't believe that your opinion matters. If you don't believe that you have the mindset to change something. Hmm. Yeah, so it starts with the mindset. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So everybody has a voice. Everybody has a voice. You just have to sit down and choose to explore it. So why do people suppress that voice that is within them? I, I, I want to talk about Africa mostly because we grow up in a society when they usually say, if elders are talking, you are not supposed to bring your opinion. Mm. 
And I don't know about Sierra Leone, your country. Yeah, I, same, know, I, I know about Uganda where they usually say, if you see your parents are discussing about something, you don't supposed to give your opinion or you, your opinion doesn't really matter, mm. right? So people grow up in, in that environment and it, it, and it hinders them from expressing themselves. Interesting. People grow up in an environment where they believe that once you are in a classroom and, and a teacher is teaching you, they are mentally manipulated to believe or think that the teacher is supposed to know everything or mm -hmm. that a teacher's opinion is the final opinion. And so that kind of environment does not help society to grow. It actually covers up any idea that would come from that suppressed mindset to help society grow. So interesting fact because this, this is actually leading to the question that I want to ask you yes. why people shy away from getting engaged in, in politics, especially in Africa? As Africans, we mostly grow up in a society full of selfish leaders. Mm. It's not that we don't have smart leaders. It's that we have leaders full of jealousy, leaders full of greed, leaders full uh, of selfishness. Now, when you join those things they help motivate the disadvantage in hindering other people other communities or other uh, maybe let me say the, the youth from joining into discussions that will bring solutions to the problems that they are facing and people can look at this as, as something small, but what they should wonder or what they should think about is, why is it that almost all of Africa has almost similar problems? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, why yeah. is it that? Why yeah. is it that when you go to Nigeria, they have police brutality? Mm. Senegal, they have police brutality. When South Africa, they have police brutality. In Uganda, they have police brutality. Why? Even in my country, Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. Why? Cameroon. Why? Because those problems are similar that we are facing, which means the disadvantages that lead to those problems are mostly similar. One, we have leaders that are greedy. We have leaders that are so, so corrupt, <laughs> right? Yeah. That they believe the only way to success is by being corrupt. And, and I keep telling people, if you are a young person and you believe that for you to make money, or even if you're not young, but you believe that for you to make money, you got to join or you have to join politics. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You will make that money. Oh, and if you want to be powerful, you will be powerful. But your value will deteriorate. Interesting. Why do you think, uh, until now, people like Kwame Nkrumah, Nelson Mandela, right? Uh, the Julius Nyerere's, uh, there's so much... In, in almost every discussion, and all of the leaders. Is it because they died so rich? Or extremely powerful? Or extremely violent? No. no. They are used as examples of good leaders because maybe they had something that this uh, current leadership doesn't value at all mm. to be considerate, to be inclusive, mm. to have a heart that brings your community, your country, your continent first before you or your family. Mm. And I, I keep saying, if you join politics to help your community grow, your value will never deteriorate. Because then people will always turn to you for guidance. Mm. If you join politics for power, then you'll use a lot of violence to retain, besides attaining it, to retain that power. Mm. And that is why we are seeing leaders like Museveni of Uganda using statements like a piece of paper can never take me out of power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we, we, we have him saying statements like mm. the killing of Ugandans by his soldiers was a rehearsal for his soldiers. Wow. Is that leadership? It is not leadership at mm. all. And now, if, if we start sitting down and start making them accountable, yeah. it might be difficult from the start, but as long as we keep on being persistent and consistent, we will get there. Because once you accept that there is dictatorship in your country, then it means that you are also accepting that to fight dictatorship is going to be a process. Because a dictator will always do whatever he or she can to retain the position that they have, the position they believe that makes them powerful. And so to take it away is not just going to give it to you. Mm. But it comes, you know... it's a process. You have to be consistent in reminding people of their rights, in reminding people that owning an opinion is their right, in reminding people that to peacefully protest is a right, in reminding people that freedom of expression is a right, not something they should beg. It's like, in fact, it is a birthright. It's not something they should beg. Mm. In reminding people that 
to be given jobs on merit and not on credit is a right. Mm. And so once people start putting themselves in those kinds of positions, it will be easy for them to fight for those positions. Mm. But it starts with the mindset. If you feel like joining the struggle in making your community, society, country, or continent great will take a lot more of your time, mm. then you, you want to be advantageous to us. You might be lucky and make some little money, mm. but what happens if you die? Are you sure that your society, the society you're living behind for your children Mm. will be as good as it was to you? Because, let me give an example of kidnaps. In Uganda, they are kidnapping people today. If they kidnap your neighbor's son and you don't say anything about it, what makes you think that that neighbor will say something or anything, if your son is kidnapped. And since that's how we became, you know, that's how we create distance, we create the gap of helping each other. We create the gap of developing as a community. Because when a problem happens to someone, people think, nah, it's their problem. They don't know that that same problem can come back and eat you too. Dictatorship is a community fight. Uh, poverty. Poverty is a community <laughs> fight. We will never get away from it. We won't. And I think the first step is to convince our mindsets that we can do this. We can do better. Yeah, um, speaking of um, collective effort mm -hmm. to, to tackle some of the major issues that you have talked about mm -hmm. in the line of, of development, especially in, in Africa as a continent and also our countries. How can people go about coming together and working together to make changes in, in your local communities and, and also their countries We have to leave our comfort zones. Hmm. Just because you've elected someone doesn't mean they can't make a mistake. We have to put ourselves in positions of hell holding them accountable. To ask the right questions. You know, most Africans or most people, let me say most people, have the tendency of seeking for cheap popularity when they are close to leaders. Right? They laugh they have a tendency of laughing at jokes that are not even funny just so they make the leader think that they like him so much that his jokes are so good. And then in the process, they can't even sit down to discuss the real issues. Mm. I am not that kind of person. I can't laugh at something that is not funny. Because then I will be pretending. Mm. Sometimes we burn ourselves 
only by beginning with a laughter that was not supposed to come out. Uh, and, and two, if you are a leader, you have to know that being a leader doesn't equate you to be the smartest in society. Mm. You have to be inclusive. You have to accept that you can't uh, help a community progress by yourself. And so that means that you have to put yourself in a position that accepts other people's opinions. And if you are someone that is being led, you have to acquire a mindset that believes in your own opinion, to if that you can say it out and even defend it if you believe it's right. However, people should also know that there is a difference between an opinion and a fact. Hmm. That just because you have an opinion, it doesn't make it a fact. So along the way, if you're giving your opinions to help your society progress, if someone brings a better opinion, it becomes a fact to help society progress. The problems that are facing, that our Africa is facing, they're not difficult to solve. If only we put our egos and abandon our pride and lift our hopes and sit down as a community and discuss these problems because they need real solutions because they are hurting real people. And until we do that, the chances of us progressing as a community, as a continent, will always be limited. Because every year, we will always see countries fighting police brutality, people protesting against police brutality. Every year, it will always it will be a recycle, a recycle of brutality, a recycle of poverty, a recycle of nepotism, a recycle of uh, mental manipulation, a recycle of I don't care, I don't mind. <laughs> Corruption, yeah, you know. But if somebody's asking right now, mm. how do I get myself involved in, in the same thing, my brother? Community efforts. It's the same thing. You can't be involved in something you don't believe in. Mm. You have to first believe one in yourself and believe that you can help your community progress. And like I said, if you have an opinion, an idea, make sure you come out present it and if someone is preventing you from presenting that idea find another way why do you think there is always one way what about if people are saying that okay I, i've tried to speak up but they keep suppressing my voice what do i do like i said suppressors or oppressors are dictators once you accept that someone is a dictator, it means there are three or four things you will always, you should always never let go. Consistency, mm. persistency, patience, mm. right? And courage. 
because what a dictator does is to demoralize all of that. So true, yeah. Exactly. So once you know his trick that is going to demoralize all of that, then you know how to fight back. You keep bringing the same things again and again and again. He will go. So how can social media uh, be a forum where people can express their opinions and their voice the, to make the, a change? The, the social media in Africa, personally. <laughs> 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 you see, you're laughing. I'm laughing. Social media it's, it's, in Africa uh, is, uh, is mm. mostly disappointing because people are discussing irrelevant issues, mostly. And... Mm. Uh, when you ask me, the relevant discussions help those in power to stay in power. Mm. And relevant discussions bring uh, the best out of people. If, if people think that social media doesn't work, why do you think that when we have elections in Africa, they switch off social media? It's because they know they know it can help motivate a movement. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm asking my people to not only wait for uh, periods prior to elections for them to start using their platforms the right way. It should be now. It should be now. It should be today. Mm. And uh, this is me not saying that you should not have fun on your social media. But this is me saying you should have a balance of loving your country and having fun. Because if you have fun much more than loving your country, your country will bury you. It will bury you not because uh, you, you won't love it, but it will bury you because you didn't love it as much as you needed to to fight for it. Wow. So another question I want to ask you, mm. how important is it, especially Africans in diaspora, mm -hmm. in expressing their voice and their opinions and issues in, in Africa? I think Africans in the diaspora, when you are an African in the diaspora, and you still support governments that oppress people, mm. then you are what I call probably the most selfish person. Because you can't live in a community that accepts your opinion and gives you the freedom to express yourself, and gives you the freedom to vote, mm. um, gives you the basic needs, you know, a society that makes it easy for you to get access to basic needs like proper health care, right, like transportation, giving jobs on merit, and yet you fight tooth and nail to make sure that the oppressor stays in power, then 
in intelligence we just say that you are the problem you are you have been uh, you lack what i call mental literacy you see you, you lack what i call a mind that sees something better but cannot learn from it you lack what i call uh, a mind that appreciates what it has to even pay it forward right because you can't tell me that it is okay for you to have a society that gives you better transportation better healthcare and yet you're supporting someone who's preventing all that from happening and you think that your mind really really works well <laughs> I, don't, i don't that's my opinion i don't i don't think a, a, a mind like that really really works well it's like a mind that prevents itself from taking poison but it is okay giving poison to other people's kids mm. i think that person needs to go into uh uh what was it called mental asylum yeah <laughs> well um i mean i like the fact that um you mentioned that yes you were here with so many privileges mm-hmm. and and we see what we like in the western world yeah why can't we also desire that for our countries in africa that's what i'm saying if if you see things here and you like them but then you don't you su- you su- supporting people who uh, uh who are oppressing people then you're not mentally okay because brother whether you like it or not it will never make sense for you to say that poison kills but yet you okay with poison poison kills and you don't want that poison to kill your children but yet you okay with poison killing other people's kids it will never make sense to me i don't know if it makes sense to you but to me it will never and it the thing is it is not that we can't we can't get all this in africa it's just that we don't respect ourselves much enough to achieve this <laughs> it's not that we are broke yeah no we are not we are not even what bothers me is that uh, even the the pastors the imams everybody's staying away from politics but politics has a major role to play in the day-to-day living of our people no matter what home. you do politics decides what you are going to eat mm. politics decides the amount of money you are going to buy the product that you're going to eat mm. politics decides the transportation that you're going to it decides the job that you're going to look for politics politics mm. politics decides everything politics. yes so whenever you are distancing yourself away from it you're bringing much more problems to you mm mm-hmm. you see people usually say politics is a dirty game <laughs> who makes it dirty it's the people themselves so come out and clean that dirt Mm. Come out and clean that that. 
come out and don't accept to be corrupt. Come out and speak against nepotism. Wow. Or bias. Or else it will always be dirty. Mm. Yes. Now I'm not saying that these societies that we live in like in Canada or US or Britain that they're perfect. I'm saying that at least they try <laughs> to provide oh, the basic needs that a human being needs to survive. Mm. But people in Africa are failing to survive not because the governments cannot create a way to get these needs but because they are too selfish mm. to create ways. In fact, they have a saying that says a broke person is an easy to lead. A broke person is an easy <laughs> person to lead. That's funny. Wow. Wow, a broke yeah. person is an easy, an easy person to lead. Exactly. Mm. And so they they will always do whatever they can mm. to make you broke, to make you be a beggar. Mm. You know, to make you be in a position mm. of begging all the time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that can actually suppress your voice of Exactly because that's why I said earlier that I, I see a lot of uh, Africans laughing at jokes that are not funny mm. is because an African leader has said it. Wow. Because they're in a position of begging. Mm. Mm. You know what once you are not once you accept that you're not supposed wow. to beg your wow. right to do something you can't be laughing at jokes that are not funny. I think that our people don't really know their rights and privileges. That's what I'm saying. You have to mm. to be in a position to believe in your mindset. Mm. However, as you believe in your mindset, you have to know that you're not the smartest in the room, so there will always be other opinions. But if somebody comes out with an opinion much better than yours, you have to accept and progress with that. Mm. Now, if we teach our children those things, the right things, you know, teach our children to grow up accepting positive criticism and not call it as insult, then we can help build a society and community that will help protect future generations. Yes. The last question I want to ask you, a friend of mine was telling me that if you get yourself involved in, in politics in Africa, you will die young. I'm scared because I'm like, wow, you can actually die from getting yourself involved in politics when here in Canada, as young as you are, if you're interested in any political position, nobody's going to come after you. Nobody's going to come chase you. Nobody's going to come hurt you or kill you or intimidate you. That question still, we go back to what I've been saying. Whenever you distance away from politics, you are creating way for more problems. You are creating way for people to individualize the system mm. and so that they start dictating for that system. When, someone, when a system doesn't work, it means there is an individual controlling it. Mm. And that individual can do whatever he or she wants. Mm. They can kill at will. Mm. Uh, they can torture at will. Mm. But when you push for better systems, better reforms, mm. then it means that system can handle that person. Mm, mm, Just mm. like you're saying, let me say, in France. Mm. Um, they are not perfect, mm. but Sarkozy yes, yes. is going to be arrested for three years. Mm. See mm. what I'm saying? For corruption. Mm. I mean, who was one of the uh, the strongest presidents in the world? In the world, yeah. Especially but now, France. he was in court. Mm. 
three years? Mm. How often does that happen in Africa? It is because people are distancing away from fighting for better systems, for better reforms, and so this helps you know, to give birth for individuals that will individualize the system, individuals that will make it hard for children to express themselves. And so today, if you want your child to not live a life that you're living today, mm. is you have to make sure you involve yourself in bringing solutions that will help your child progress in a society that you want them to progress. Wow. Yes. Wow. Okay, guys, just to um, close up with this powerful insight from... Mr. Fahad, I have learned a lot, especially when it comes to our mindset. We got to believe that we have a voice. We got to believe that our opinions matters. We also got to believe that we got to get ourselves involved in politics, not to shy away from it. And I'm pleading to you, especially Africans in, in Africa and the ones in abroad, let us get ourselves involved and, and make a change and change the system. Let the system uh, work for, for us. Let it work for our children. Think about your children. Think about the future generation. If that doesn't scare you, that scares me. So I cannot be silent, and I don't want you to be silent. I want you to wake up wherever you are in your community, in your country, and wake up and, and, and start believing in yourself that you are... You are created in God's image. You have the right and privileges to express yourself. You have the right to bring up ideas that will develop your community, your country. And don't shy away from presenting these ideas to people. And lastly, let's work together as a team. Just because something happened to your neighbor doesn't mean that it's none of your business. Just like Mr. Fahad said, it's your business. Let's see each other as a team and make these changes happen.